Soul Twin Talk, a backstage pass into productions at Soul Twin Audios through guest interviews, commentaries, promos, and featuring your teasers and trailers. Two years ago, I decided to start a brand new audio drama company called the Soul Twin Audio Network. Over ten years ago, I started out with my company Wisp of Memory Theater, which dissolved when I merged with another company I'm no longer associating with, and then Old Souls Audio. Both of those were essentially what I'm doing now, but I never could figure out a name I was completely happy with. If you've listened to my Soul Twin Talk tribute about my twin Rhiannon, you'll understand why I'm sticking with this name. You have reached me in the room. Please leave a message and I will get back with you. Thanks. You left this world when we were only 22 years old. I always found that to be a little ironic. Twin numbers. You loved growing up as my twin. It gave you something to be proud of. Something special to declare to others. This is my twin. And even now, as I sit here without you, I'm reminded that I'm still your twin, despite now being the soul twin. I am your legacy, and I can't think of a better way to share who you were than by adapting the stories you and I loved together so well. For Rhiannon, with love, from your twin, Rachel. Patchwork Classics has now become Patchwork Stories, which will be hosted either by Sharon Grunewald, Dylan Horneck, or myself, depending on if the story is a classic adaptation, an original story, or something I want to produce in Rhiannon's memory. Little Women is still a project I have in the works. I do owe everyone an apology, though, because I'm still tinkering with the script, something I should have really finished several weeks back, but as I'm only one person in this company, working on projects, things can get behind. However, now that I have more availability, I will be able to get on that as soon as I finish with my project for Jack Ward's Summerstock Playhouse. As many of you know, I'm producing a recreation of Escape's The Most Dangerous Game. One adaptation of mine for Patchwork Stories that is near and dear to my heart is The Turn of the Screw. I had the opportunity to adapt it, and Adam Blanford offered to mix it for me in addition to writing a poem for it, which I had Ross Bernhardt set to music. I thought the end result was absolutely beautiful. What might I say if my love comes to visit? What might I say if his presence is felt? What? What I say, do I bid him to enter? Soul housed again, within flesh he once dwelt. They want to get to them. But for what? For the love of all the evil that in those dreadful days the pair put into them, and to ply them with that evil still to keep up the work of demons is what brings the others back. Soul Twin Audios presents Patchwork Classics, bringing you adaptations from the public domain. The Turn of the Screw by Henry James, adapted by Rachel Pulliam. There were a lot of old-time radio theater episodes over these last two years that I was really pleased with. 
I began with a recreation of Suspense's Short Order, which originally starred Joseph Kearns as Mr. Bailey. In my recreation, we have Joe Stofko in the role, who does a truly excellent job alongside Skyman and Robin Robbins. Coming soon to Soul Twin Audios. You seem to get the business. Of course, you got a terrific location. People come here to eat, and I see that they get to. Hamburger and coffee. Did you see that man's face? It's enough to haunt your dreams. Kind of made you nervous, didn't he, Mr. Bailey? Short Order, starring Joe Stofko, Skyman, and Robin Robbins. A remarkable tale of... Suspense. Rachel Pulliam brings you old-time radio theater for Soul Twin Audios. Stories created solely with the vintage soul in mind. Look for us at anchor.fm slash soultwinaudios. That's S-O-L-E, Twin Audios. John Bell and I have probably known each other since my early days, producing recreations and original works. He's definitely one of my favorite people to work with and is so talented. If you haven't heard him in Ghost Hunt or A Tale of Tyranny, which I wrote in memory of Jeff Niles and Victor Aurelius, and also check out his podcast called The Bells and the Bat Free. He's a very funny guy and I always look forward to working with him. I entered A Tale of Tyranny into the Seneca Awards and we managed to get enough votes for a People's Choice Award nomination. Whether we win or not, I'm very proud of my story and my cast. Coming soon to Soul Twin Audios. Your friend Smiley is going to spend the night in a haunted house on a spook hunt. You know what people call it. The death trap. Yes. It's a lot of nonsense. Now, how do we hunt ghosts, Doctor? Huh? How do we do it, huh? We don't really hunt them. If there should be any in the house, uh, they will come to us. Soul Twin Audios brings you Ghost Hunt. Another tale well calculated to keep you in... Suspense. Rachel Pulliam brings you old-time radio theater for Soul Twin Audios. Stories created solely with the vintage soul in mind. Look for us at anchor.fm slash soultwinaudios. That's S-O-L-E, Twin Audios. And that concludes yet another nightmare of Tierney's Tales of Terror. I'm your host, Vincent Tierney, daring you to have pleasant dreams. Until next time. <laughs> and you're off the air. Oh, now that episode is going to turn into a classic. Just you wait and see. Evocative storytelling, blood-curdling screams, and a plot twist I know the listeners didn't hear coming. Um, yeah.
Hey, what's eating you? You're not usually this quiet. Look, Vinny, it's... It's the ratings, isn't it? I knew we should have featured Kim Novak in The Egyptian Curse. Now let's not panic, Emerson. I'm sure Cecil will give us until the end of the quarter to fix this. In the meantime, I'll give Marty a call and see who he can scrounge up. Maybe we'll catch a break and get William Holden. Or better yet, John Wayne. <laughs> Imagine one of my tales taking place in the Old West. Vincent, it's not the ratings. I'm sorry, but Cecil decided to pull Tierney's tales from the lineup. It's nothing personal, but... But what? Cecil decides my show isn't good enough for him. Tell that to the millions of listeners who will stand outside the station in protest. Not exactly millions, Vinny. And what did he find to replace me? One of those silly housewife melodramas? Cecil promised to pay you until the end of the quarter. I know this is a nasty blow, but you'll bounce back from this. Couldn't it be a mistake? You can't do that to someone who's given him ten years of dedication and talent. This is a test. A test of my loyalty. You won't have to worry about gathering your things. I'll bring them to you later on in the week. Vinny, you should leave now. Sandra's out in the car waiting for me. You know, I'm a lucky man, Emerson. Not every guy can say he's happy in his marriage and his career. <sighs> Would you hand me my cane, Emerson? Ah, thanks. I hope there's no hard feelings between us. <laughs> of course not. But I do think I'll give Cecil a call. There's no need to call him. Let me handle it. All right, Emerson. But tell him from me that his little joke has worn thin. Here, I'll get the door for you. Yeah, it's me. Is it done? I told him. Good, good. And, uh, how'd he take it? About how you'd expect. Next time, keep me out of it. Watch yourself, Emerson. Now, when you go on the air, don't forget to tell the listeners. Yeah, I'm getting ready to make the announcement. Another great opportunity I've had lately is to get the chance to collaborate with the newly started company, Zangathar Studios. Jonas Fair and his team, Kat and Noel have been diligently working on my recreation of The Little Prince. Well, naturally, I can't just call it mine now, since it's been a group effort. Prior to this project, Jonas was available to mix an episode for me within the old-time radio theater range, 2462 or 2462, and he did an amazing job with that. Again, another collaborative effort where I chose the cast, but he mixed it. And of course, the cast, totally brilliant, Robin Robbins again, this time in the leading role. Jonathan Lee Taylor, Dean T. Moody, who you'll recognize as the old-time radio announcer. And Jake McCaskill, who you'll also recognize in Cursed Dwellings Episode 1, playing Mr. Wells. Coming soon to Soul Twin Audios. I woke up on the floor shivering. All my clothes were gone. 
It was like a nightmare, a nightmare I had dreamed many times before and dreaded coming true. Convened in the first court at 1800 hours in this day of our world, the 18th of November, 2462, you will be taken from your cell to the Division of Agriculture for processing. No. Your body will be reduced to its basic components. Oh, no. And your existence on Earth will be terminated. In God's name, give me another chance. It is the decision of this court. You can't condemn a man to die for writing a few lines of poetry. Not for writing a few lines of poetry. For being a poet. Soul Twin Audios. Stories created solely with the vintage soul in mind. Old Time Radio Theater presents a Soul Twin Audio production in association with Zangathor Studios, Antoine de Saint-Exupéry's The Little Prince. Oh, how beautiful you are! Am I not? If you'd have the kindness to think of my needs. You see how brilliant my four thorns are? Let the tigers come with their claws. Goodbye. <laughs> I have been silly. I ask your forgiveness. Of course I love you. It is my fault you have not known it all the while. Don't linger like this. You have decided to go away. Now go. And so it was that the little prince fled from the proud flower he loved, but could not understand. One of my most favorite old-time radio episodes to work on was Rope. I loved the cast and how I managed to mix everything together. Everything just came together, and of course, I love Hitchcock, so it was an amazing ride. And I had the chance to finally work with Justin Fife, who is just the coolest guy ever, alongside Theodore Perez, Rachel Schumacher, and again with Adam Blanford, who can just about do everything. Connor Howard is someone I'd love to work with again if he's available. He was the announcer and just did a wonderful job with that. Soul Twin Audios presents a very special recreation. I guess this is one holiday we won't forget. Well, that's that. Uh, mind if I turn on some lights? No, not yet. It's time you pulled yourself together, isn't it, Tom? They'll be here in a few minutes. Do you realize what we've done, Brandon? I know exactly what we've done. And done well, if I may say so. I hope so. Of course, using this rope was an absolute stroke of genius. Much neater that way. Stainless, no telltale mementos. <laughs> We're not through yet. Don't forget that. Suspense's lost episode, Rope. The two projects I look forward to the most going into the new year are Salubrious Falls and Patchwork Story's original scary tales. I've been chipping away at Salubrious Falls off and on for a while now, and it's it's slow going, but I do have book one in post-production. Everybody has turned in their lines... A standalone version of Phobia's Unlimited Episode 1 is available on Mutual Audio Network and Moonlight Audio Theater. However, I do plan on remixing this. 
since it is six episodes now for book one. Of course, the cast will stay the same, but I'm going to remix it to make it better. And also, I'm going to have Ross Bernhard compose all the music so everything is consistent. I'll be working on that for 2024. You'll finally get to hear season one of Tyranny's Tales of Terror. Apologies again for keeping everyone waiting on that, especially the amazing authors who sent in their tales, and I selected three of them. You'll finally get to hear from Clyde Hall, Pete Lutz, and many others. You've reached Louis Zakari. Leave me a message, and uh, I'll call you back if I care. You've got a lot of nerve, asshole. Wasn't it bad enough I watched her die? Well, guess what? I'm through with being nice. What have you done with her ashes? Oh, I can see I picked the wrong time to call you back. Oh, my God, Ravina, I'm sorry. I thought or you- Or someone else, I figured. Now, have you made up your mind? Tier one. <laughs> the works? I love your style. Time frame preference? As soon as possible. No. Tonight. I need it to happen tonight. Excellent. Have you given any thought to the phobia we'll use to torture him with? Yes. Allurophobia. Patchwork Stories Original Scary Tales is going to be a huge undertaking, but that will be one of my main focuses for the next year. And last but not least, by any stretch, is my Dark Paradise podcast. I've done a lot with it so far, producing a few episodes along with a few minisodes and some monologues, but I really want to dive into creating more for you. Special thanks to Stephen Shutt and Bobby Lagosi, who are patiently waiting for me to release episode four, where we talk about Raxel the Voodoo Priestess and Angelique. I also have plans to release episode two of Cursed Dwellings, Strange Paradise Reborn episode one, Strange Paradise Chapter One by Dorothy Daniels, Faceless Terrors episode one, The Devil's Keeper, hosted by Ray O'Hare, and Tales from Collinsport this new idea for an anthology I've come up with that's only going to be featuring Dark Shadows characters since some people are just not into Strange Paradise, which is fine, uh, but I really wanted to do something specifically for Dark Shadows too. I'm undecided about whether or not I'm going to release all of my fan fiction audio drama series within this same episode, episode four, Dark Paradise, or simply releasing them by themselves on the same day. Which would you prefer? Night has fallen upon the great estate, and yet the occupants within lie restless, plagued with their own dark secrets, and longing for a paradise beyond their reach. Is this Collinwood in the year 1897, or is it Meljardin in 1969? Join me as I explore the beginnings of two very distinct gothic soap operas, one with a well-known fan base, while the other has nearly fallen into obscurity. I bid you welcome to my dark paradise. A.M. Estimated time of death. But the sheriff and his men weren't on the scene for another hour or so. 
It took them a good part of the morning to fish the old dodge out of the icy black waters. There were two bodies inside, two crazy college kids from neighboring towns, Collinsport and Desmonton. Tonight, their faceless terror will emerge and become visible. One victim allowed to recount the events as I document them within the pages of their obituary. That concludes this very special episode of Soul Twin Talk. Thank you all who have been listening to my podcast for the last two years, and I hope to continue producing content that you will enjoy. You've been listening to episode 19 of Soul Twin Talk with your host, Rachel Polium. There are so many people I need to thank, and I apologize if I leave your name out or if I butcher your name. John Bell, Pete Lutz, Sharon Grunewald, Ed Bjorndal, Joe Stofko, Adam Blanford, Justin Fife, Penny Dreadful of Terror at Collinwood, Ray O'Hare, Ross Bernhardt, Dylan Horneck, Dean T. Moody, Robin Robbins, Jonas Fair, Kat Newall of Newall of Zangathor Studios, Al- Alexa Chipman, Dorothy Farrington, Larry Groby, Tanya Rich, Theodore Perez, Jake McCaskill, Nathan Warrington, Jerry Kokich, Jack Ward, Amber Buttery, Amy Brown, David Shepard, and my new stranger friends, Scarlett, Colin, and Joe. Everyone who has helped me along the way to either express love for the Soul Twin Audio Network or helped me to increase the fandom of Strange Paradise, you are all the best, and I look forward to continuing the friendships and collaborations with you. The Soul Twin Talk theme was composed by Ross Bernhardt, with incidental music by Ross Bernhardt, Kevin McLeod, and Storyblocks. Soul Twin Talk is a Soul Twin Audio Network production, copyrighted by Rachel Pulliam in 2023.